Kia ora everyone and welcome to this episode of the NZPE TeacherCast. This is the first episode for 2018, which is a little bit slack of me, but I'm trying to get things back on track and I'm going to talk about that shortly, the new format that the podcast is going to take on. But before I get into that, I just wanted to start off with a reminder about the Learning with Games workshop coming up in the next week. We have got one in Wellington on the 7th of May and then we're heading to Auckland on the 8th of May. That is myself and Dale Sidebottom. If you've seen Dale perform, I say perform, it's not really a performance, but if you've seen him at a workshop, you know he's just a fantastic educator. He is the Energizer Bunny and you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about if you've seen him do his thing he's pretty amazing the workshop's going to be quite good it's a a lot of gamification based stuff game based learning it's going to be really practical and there's going to be lots for you to take away so I'll put the links to those workshops in the show notes do check them out uh, if you are keen to come along to those ones 7th and 8th uh, of May so next week in Auckland and Wellington Wellington on a Monday Auckland on a Tuesday but in terms of the podcast you'll notice that well, you may not notice, depending on what you're listening to or what you're watching, but we're trying to, or I'm trying to simulcast the podcast and the video log here. Now, there's a reason for that. For those of you that have your own podcast, and there's a few of you that listen to my podcast that do have your own, you'll know how hard it is to generate and create content on a regular and consistent basis, which is one of the most important things with running a podcast. And when you throw on things like a full-time job and being a parent, uh, and you know the start of the year and, and the start of my year this year has been particularly hectic um, I've had my study series to look after I've had two um, new grad teachers who have come on board although I shouldn't really use them as an excuse because they've been absolutely amazing in my department so I've been managing them which has been really refreshing for me because I haven't had to do that for a while but when you you, you pile on all of these different tasks all at the same time for me anyway the podcast takes a hit and unfortunately it has this year Uh, but I've been reflecting a little bit and and I'm actually going to talk about reflective practice again um, later on in this episode but in my reflection I've kind of felt I need to find a way to make this sustainable because currently it's not really sustainable trying to interview 40 different people a year uh, it's a big workload you have to research the the questions you have to find a time that suits the interviewer person you've got to do the editing the uploading and it takes a long time especially when you have all these other things on your plate as well so how the format's going to look from here on in is instead of weekly uh, interviews with guests we're going to take them to fortnightly podcasts but in between them we're going to have what you're seeing now is this uh, simulcast video log as a podcast as well and these are going to be some really quick fire questions we're going to have some guests on or I'm going to go visit some guests in different schools people that are doing really cool things and hit them up with just three or four really quick fire questions and I'm hoping that we can keep these uh, sessions between five and ten minutes so they're not too long but it's just going to give you um, something to think about but the most important part is I, I want there to be some actionable content that you can take away from that episode so for example there might be two or three questions around a topic and then the last question is going to be something that you can take away and implement the next day in your teaching practice or in your life or whatever something that that, something physical not physical but something that you can just action uh, the next day so that's my goal for this video log slash podcast 
on the alternate week. So we're still going to go with the long format. Um, fortnightly and I've got a few episodes in the bank I just need to get on to editing them and I've got a few other guests that I'm lining up over the next few weeks but then we've got um, this video log on alternate weeks so I'm really excited about that like I said it's going to be um, a, a little bit more sustainable for me and hopefully we can generate some some new and different content because I'm really passionate about video and I like tinkering and learning uh, different things that I can do with the video so I'm excited about that but on to this this quick fire uh, three questions um, and usually I'm going to be interviewing somebody else I hate sitting here talking by myself I feel like such a loser and I think I'm boring as hell so I apologize for this but uh, I, I've, I've got to start the ball somewhere but I, I mentioned reflective practice and I think that's something that's really important particularly as educators it's an expectation of us that we are reflecting on what we do on a day-to-day -day basis and ensuring that we're uh, continuing to evolve and improve and develop what we do. So reflective practice is, is essentially the continual evaluation and reflection on your own teaching practice or your own practice. Now, as, as I've mentioned, that's really important, but I feel that it's easy to get stuck in this rut where you don't do it. And what happens, and, and one of the reasons why I think we don't do it, is that there's so much theory and so many models thrown around that it makes it quite complicated and easy to do. Uh, and reflective practice is something that I'm big on, not just in my, in my work life, but in my personal life as well. It's something I do daily, on a daily basis, and I think it's um, something that if you are trying to better yourself in general, it's something you should always be looking to do. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to explain uh, basically what reflective practice looks like and then I'm going to give um, a, a, or, or describe the way I use reflective practice in my personal life and it's a bit of a, a step away from a more formal approach but it's something that you might be able to take away and implement in your life or your teaching practice or your sport or whatever you do. So what does it look like? Well, reflective practice needs to be deliberate. It can't just happen as it happens for no particular reason. You need to, to uh, I guess, schedule it. Uh, it. It needs to be consistent and it needs to be, it just needs to happen. It can't be something that you do once in a blue moon or once in a fortnight. It needs to be deliberate. And if you can get consistency around that, I think that's a, a really good approach to take. It needs to be purposeful. It needs to meet your needs. So if you are um, looking to improve your teaching practice or you are looking to improve whatever aspect of your life, it needs to have some sort of meaningful purpose to you. It can't just be reflection for the sake of reflection. It needs to be linked into something you're doing. So for example, my reflective practice around my teaching is a lot different to my reflective uh, practice around my personal life because it needs to have uh, that set particular purpose. And it needs to be structured. You, you can't just sit down at the end of a session or at the end of a day and go, well, how did that go? Because it, it, it's, it, doesn't, it steps away from that deliberateness um, I don't even know if that's a word, but I'm going to use it. Um, and it, it, you need to have these, I guess, guiding questions, I think is what you need to have. And that's going to ensure that when you do this reflective practice, it's going to be of a high quality. And the last thing, the, the last thing it looks like is it needs to be focused around change and development. You need to want to be, you need to want to improve. You need to want to develop in whatever area that might be, because if you're 
if you're reflecting for no purpose, then there is no purpose of doing it. So, for example, in my teaching practice, a lot of my reflection is around my leadership, and it's about becoming a better leader and having a, um, a staff that are performing better because of the way I implement my leadership with them. Uh, at home, I reflect on being a father, being a parent, and how I can do that better because I want to be a better father to my children, better husband to my wife, and I, I do a lot of reflective practice in my business as well. So, I, I going back to that actionable content, I, I thought what I'd do is I would describe the three questions that I ask myself when I am demonstrating reflective practice on a daily basis. And like I mentioned earlier as well, there's this emphasis on all of these flash models that uh, are really serious and take a lot of effort, but it doesn't need to be like that. I have I have a little notebook. Um, I, I take it with me everywhere. In fact, it's, oh, it's over here. A little green notebook goes in my bag every day. I get it out at the end of the workday and it sits um, in, on my kitchen table where I work. And I put it on the couch, which is where I get up in the morning and, and start my reflective practice. But I ask myself three questions at the end of end of the evening uh, before I go to bed. And that first question is, what are three amazing things that happened to me today? And that's a little bit about, um, I guess, showing a little bit of gratitude for uh, what has happened throughout the day. You know, we've got this awesome job that we're educating young people and we're being reflective about what we're doing so it's important to acknowledge and recognize the good things that happen so that's always the the first thing i ask myself is what are three things that happened today um three amazing things that happened today and i jot those down the second thing i i i ask myself are what areas did i underperform in so that's identifying uh i guess aspects of my day or aspects of a lesson or aspects of any scenario that didn't really live up to my expectations, didn't really, I didn't really execute, or um, it didn't really go as planned. And uh, um, I, I might just pick one, or I might pick three, or I might have had a really, really bad session, and I'll just um, go hundies on on identifying all of these areas that I underperformed them. But then the last question I ask myself is. Uh, I pick one of those areas. I pick the one that I'm probably most disappointed about, and I ask myself, what would that scenario, that particular scenario, look like if I hadn't underperformed, but if I had performed to the best of my ability? So I kind of flip it and I and I and I rehash that scenario with a positive outcome. And I find when I do that, um, instead of dwelling on something. Uh, first of all, I, I learn and identify some of the mistakes I've made, and then I, I kind of re, relive that in my head with a positive outcome, and I find that it just puts me in a good frame of mind before I hit the second night. So my reflective practice and the way I do it is getting away from all the, the, the super structured models that we hear about with our reflective practice and teaching, and it's just something simple that I jot down in a notebook. So hopefully that's something you can take away but I, I you know I really encourage you if you're not reflecting or demonstrating reflective practice or being reflective in life is to start off slow set yourself some questions do them at the end of the night and try to make it regular and consistent if you can do this every day um, you're going to see some really uh, key benefits to your practice whether that's in teaching in life sport or whatever so uh, I hope that's some help um Moving forward, we've got a few guests line up for this. these quickfire questions. 
we've got some really exciting uh, people coming up. I think Max Pearson and Matt Lambert from Hiratonga are going to jump in and, and do something with us. And I've got Dale Sidebottom, who's going to talk a little bit more on gratitude, which is something that he's really big on. So I'm excited about that. Uh, if you are Wellington-based and you want to um, jump on for some quick-fire questions, you want me to come and check out your teaching practice or something, or you have an area that you want to focus on and you'd be keen to come on camera, please hit me up because um, I, I, I love seeing other people in action and, and chatting with and learning about some of the cool things that are happening in education, whether it's PE or, or, or any area really. So um, thanks for listening and I'm looking forward to bringing more content and more podcast episodes uh, out this year. Thanks.